0: The following is a presentation of Foosball Radio. It's Foos Talk live. Are you talking to me? Compelling and lively banter. Are you going to talk to us? To talking Foosball. Foosball was how I measured my value as a man? You took that away! Players and fans, promoters and pros. Unedited and raw. Talk, talk, talk. Living in the moment. We have a lot of important things to talk about. All while practicing social distancing. Cool, we'll talk, no big whoop. Let's get this thing started. Foos Talk Live. Hi, this is Tom Robinson, and I want to personally thank our Patreon pillars for their support of Foosball Radio and Foos Talk Live. Here's to our newest Patreon Mike Beats, also Rob Cutler, Ernie Bischoff, James Sparky Castillo, Alicia Bilges, Christina Pukes, Carl Fleischer, Jay Teal, Brian Schmidt. Cameron Burroughs, Jimmy Love, Dwayne Stewart, Judy Schober, Reed Rector, Mike Green, Adam Gilson, and our friends from the 716 Buffalo Foosball Club. Thank you. Your support brings continued and expanding content from Foosball Radio as we cover the greatest sport on earth. Visit patreon.com forward slash foosball radio to find out how to become a foosball radio Patreon. Foos Talk Live is brought to you by Original Leonhardt. The Leonhardt tournament model is the most popular foosball table at the ITSF World Cup. Designed and handcrafted in Germany, order online and have it delivered to your door. Visit www.original-leonhardt-usa.com and use promo code FOOSTALK to save 10% off your purchase price. And hello there. It's Tom Robinson from Foos Talk Live. Welcome once again. Uh, we've got another great episode tonight, episode number 184. Looking forward to uh, returning once again to the, the great Northeast for tonight's episode. In fact, uh, one of the up-and-coming players from uh, New Bedford... Massachusetts is with us tonight, and uh, we're going to be chatting with him in just a second. But first, got to welcome back uh, the second chair. This is uh, the second week for, uh, well, Mr. Randy Raposo, who's uh, joining us from Alabama via the Great Northeast. The, the, the chop-busting will will commence in just a few moments here. We've got uh, none other than Matt Contois from uh, from New Bedford, Massachusetts, with us. Uh, Matt, we saw each other yesterday. Man, you were killing it yesterday. Had a great day on the table uh, at the uh, the Turkey Day Smashdown in Clifton Park, New York. And, uh, man, it's great to see you again. And uh, great yeah,
1: to I have think, you along. I think, I, I think our group is uh, pro- progressing really well. Um, all of us as a whole. Uh, the amount of talent that's... Uh, Showing up on weekly nights, these guys are getting better and better mm-hmm. um, every week, which is which is great.
0: Oh, it's uh, and it's clear that you guys have a, a pretty organized scene there too. I and mean, you've had a lot of, of tournaments lately. Um, of course, we've been driving to New Hampshire over the summer to uh, to go to a few of the few of the tournaments. Um, yep. What about uh, New Bedford? Are You guys having anything uh, in that neighborhood?
1: Uh, Far River, we have one coming up in January, February, and Fall okay. River. Nice. So, um. We're looking forward for that one. That that should be a, a really good one.
0: That's the the wicked winter, wicked uh, winter. Yeah, uh, yeah. wicked the winter. Wicked winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool.
2: It's a, a draw on a bring. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah.
0: It's it's bitchin'.
2: Yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah. New <laughs> Bedford and Fall River, are they're, they're sister cities. They're like fifteen minutes apart. It's not. It's not too bad of a ride. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Understood. Straight up
2: one ninety five. No big deal. Right. Stop and get some coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: it, there uh is like 10 miles from my house to fall river and there's about 50 dunkin donuts is on the way
3: so. 50
0: dunkin yeah, donuts yeah. nice yeah nice yeah they
2: put them they put them across the street from each other so you don't have to take a left turn through traffic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see that's yeah.
0: that's thinking right there yep
2: yeah, yeah. he's not lying no no that's no. true
0: i i well, i totally get it totally get Yeah,
2: it. welcome to Duncan what can I get to oh sweetheart okay all right welcome to oh, Duncan yeah okay yeah oh I'm telling you yeah that's great I miss it I miss it so much so
0: you're oh. planning on going back for uh for the for the holiday season at all Randy
2: no No. never I'm never going back no. <laughs> you never going back <laughs> no. no so actually uh, nobody knows this uh, but my wife and I are actually going to be surprising my grandmother for Christmas. So nice. we're going to be yeah, we're going to be flying up the Friday before. We'll be there. You mean, um, she's not watching
1: this. She's not my watching. grandmother doesn't.
2: She doesn't speak English. So uh, I what is, the, so? What does it matter? <laughs> yeah. So uh, my grandmother doesn't technology. No. So uh, she's eighty-six years old and she's half blind and half deaf. Wow. And, and, yeah. So but I, I love her she raised all. So, um, she, she asked my wife and I to come up for the holidays and I told her I couldn't. And, and, um, but we're gonna, we're gonna fly up a surprise to my wife and I, and, uh, we'll be up Friday night. We'll be there Saturday, Sunday, and then we're actually flying home Christmas day Oh, nice. because I got to be back over for Tuesday, but I, you know, it, Hey, you know, whatever you can I do, gotta, right? Yeah, I got it. I got So I'll be up and I, I'm going to, while I'm there, obviously I'm going to see if I can play some foosball Saturday night. There so. you go myself
0: there's I a couple myself. places apparently uh like like the hub yeah.
2: that would no be a... we're not going to the hub no no, no. no? we're going to go to don, john, don... John doesn't have the hub. it's not done yet oh okay all right all right okay. so yeah. I want john, to push it yeah john's got to focus he's got to, he's got to do some work it's all done so yeah <laughs> it'll, it'll probably be right after the new year uh, okay because uh you know john um john being a teamster now um they uh a lot of that northeast construction they usually get get like a layoff right around the holidays mm-hmm. so he, he'll probably have more time to to dig into it then uh so we're probably looking like right after the new year uh you know that's probably be the time frame for the hub.
0: gotcha so gotcha gotcha but
2: these guys these guys play at um they play at um it's a it's a it's a members only club called Don Carlos um, got it. But like like John said last week, they're they're they love us. They love us. Um mm-hmm. you know, they got a, the guys have three tables there. Matt, you guys got three? Uh two. Two tables. Two tables there, two cool. tables there and uh you know, they just let us go in there and and go buck wild. So and nice. they actually we got some we got some of the, the local guys in there playing now. Actually, uh Corey Corey D. was there yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's one of their guys, and Mike Mello. He's another guy. He's actually the president of the club. Oh, nice! And he was there yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, get, they're getting everybody involved.
0: So. Yeah, we just put them in the system yesterday for the first time. We hadn't seen their names before, so we we're you know more than happy to see new players come down. Yeah, uh, Fall no, River guys. Yeah, no question. Um, and, so and beginners are be, oh, they beginners? Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. No beginners. Beginners, yeah. Beginners
2: okay. like Richie, like <laughs> like Richie <Fasta. laughs>
0: <laughs> Richie Costa had a, a, an unfortunate mishap yesterday with Richie. Um, yeah, I, but
1: Tom, you got to meet him finally yesterday. I
0: did, you know, and he seemed uh, less dickish than you guys had uh, made him out
2: to be. <laughs> no, no, he's not, he's not like, he's not a peck ahead. He's just, <laughs> um, he, he just, uh, like, okay, again, I boss Richie's chops. I just want him to go play. Okay, he showed up yesterday. He did. And, and, yep. and, and the stress of the situation. I mean, he, he had to go. He had to go to the hospital because of the stress of <laughs> the situation. He couldn't handle it. Like you just, you gotta go play. You just gotta go play. You gotta go play. I'm Man. glad he's okay, though. Uh, you know, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Uh, you know, th- those smashdowns. Uh, th- when I was when I was in the Northeast and I had just started playing in the early 2000s, that Trickshot Billiards was a Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. like if you could go to trickshot and win in the early 2000s because you had uh billy was there philbrook was there greg was there walker was there mm-hmm. um and then there were people coming from other parts of the northeast and other parts of the country coming into those one day tournaments because the, the structure wasn't what it is now like you guys have a set smash down yep. your flyers out your payouts are structured back then it was you come you pay we you know, and the payouts are whatever. It's a hundred percent payback tournament. So mm-hmm. there were there were one day tournaments where we had, you know, we use a thirty two man chart in singles, and we'd have a thirty two team chart in doubles, and yeah. and we wouldn't get out of there until five in the morning because. There were so many Foosers and it yeah. was, it was good. It was good. I mean, I'm not saying it's
0: not good at all. No, know. no, I uh, know. I know what you mean. I, I caught the tail end of that. It was just kind of winding down in uh, 20, 2012, 2013, things are getting a little yeah. slower, but man, it was, it was a sharp time. yeah, it was still a lot of great players in the, in the, in the, in the at the time. Well, it, Matt, Matt is the tradition of, of Foos Talk Live. You know, when you first come on the show, we got to know um, the standard question. So, Okay. Um, when was the first time you saw a foosball table? How old were you, and what kind of table was it?
1: Uh, I was probably eight, seven or eight, and my brother brought home an old TS table from a bowling alley that closed down.
0: Like a, a full-size and, TS table.
1: Yep, it was oh, nice. at a bowling alley that we had in town in Fairhaven. And uh, they closed down and my brother bought, bought it from the owner and brought it home. And uh, we put it in our basement and I started, I started playing on it and my friends would come over and mm-hmm. uh, after beating it on them for a little while. They didn't <laughs> want to play on it no more. So um, I just started practicing downstairs and i and sitting that's kind of where I got the first feel for, you know, the handle of the, the handle and passing the ball and stuff like that. And then, Later on when I went out to a club in where was Alhambra's? Remember where Alhambra's was? Oh,
2: Alhambra's was like heading it was uh, Westport.
1: Westport. Westport. Mm. Westport. I think yeah. they had a table out. They had a table out there. And that's when I started playing uh, even more when the first time I saw a uh, a tornado table. Nice. And I was like, "Wow, this 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 ball, this is completely different than what I have at home." And, yeah. uh, and I started going out and looking and it didn't take long in this area. But then every club, every Portuguese bar out there had a table in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Those those were the days. And
1: I got to meet John Batista, and me and Randy started playing at Blue Sky, and then one thing led to another, and I was hooked.
2: Got that into the scene.
1: Vegas and playing. Uh, what was the league? FIFA league.
3: FIFA.
2: FIFA. Yeah. yeah. Valley International Football Association. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they used to have at the Hall of Fame every year because uh, the VPA Leagues were nationwide. Mm-hmm. And then at the Hall of Fame, they would the first two or three days of the weekend were um, dedicated directly towards the league. So you'd put a four-man team together, and we'd go out there and play, and there would be teams from all over the country. And then they would have singles, doubles, and a four-man team. Mm. And they'd have a format for each, and it was all handicapped. And uh, it was great. The money was great. Yeah, it was. Everything was great. It was awesome. Matt and I actually we took second in mixed doubles. Was that two thousand four? I think. Nice two thousand four. Yeah, trophy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We lost to two guys. We lost the two guys from Boston. I still remember Jeff Harm and Sanji. I still remember those guys. They <laughs> beat us 2005. 2005. Yeah. There's, Tills. by the way,
0: there. Love the foos room. By the way, just you know, I mean, Thank both you. of has got your your table behind you, but uh, you know, that's a, yeah. that's the life, right there. You know, th- you All can right. actually get to it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah. If anybody's yeah, I mean, ever looking for me, this is this is where I am. This is if nice. I'm if I'm home, I'm down here.
2: Practicing. Well, I got it. I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna tell you another nice setup, Matt has, and this is something people might not know about Matt. Matt is an amazing carpenter. Amazing. Carpenter. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Matt. Matt has actually built a couple of Hoosville
0: tables. Built a table. Okay, I got to hear more about this. What? Uh, what? First of all, what? What drove you? Drove you to do that? And, uh, and how did a, it go?
1: It was a website uh, in 2005 where they sold the schematics and you could purchase the accessories for it. So okay, I uh, I purchased whatever you needed to like the playing field and the side pieces but I built the rest and uh, I wrapped it with a custom wrap and um, it's actually what I had at my house while we were playing at the clubs was playing on that table. And nice. Actually, I just built I just built a workshop and I have a table out there right now that I'm refurbishing. So Wow. Um I have templates and I've set up a couple things where I can fix dead ba- dead walls and and different things like that. So
0: well, this is, uh, this, uh, you know, actually an interesting topic in the sense that really, uh, since TS days, obviously, you've had Dynamo and you've had Tornado. And, of course, you've got the other, the European tables, Bonzini and, and Leonhardt. But why is it Tornado has been able to dominate all these years? Why hasn't somebody else been able to duplicate what they do? Is it structurally?
1: That's, good. That's good. I mean, it's a solid table. Mm-hmm. Just, I just don't think there's any competition for them out there. Um,
0: Is it because of the, the cost? And... Is it because it costs so much to build a table that, that good?
1: No, actually, I don't, I don't think the cost was much at all. Material-wise, it's it's not bad. Um, mm-hmm. the, the rods and handles and bushings are probably more than the whole table itself. It's all MDF okay. and laminated, and the way they have it uh, structured... When you when you build it it's all support and the thing's it's so heavy because of the multi layers of MDF
0: that,
3: okay. are, that are the yeah. way
1: it's in, installed. So once you take it apart, it's it's not really that difficult to put together. So Okay. Um there's a lot of glue oh. and a lot of a lot of screws.
2: hmm Well, I, I don't I don't wanna be uh screwing I don't care. So <laughs> Now again, I want people to listen and understand. This is just my opinion, right? I I love foosball. I'll play on anything. If 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 I'm somewhere and there's somebody touching the table and I can play, I'm going to play, right? Mm-hmm. That being said, um, I, I why is Tornado cornered the market in North America? Um, Because. Uh, well the, the tables are they're a high quality table. Okay. Oh, like yeah. You can't yeah. you can't argue that, right? It's 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 a high quality product. I know when Warrior tried to compete, I went to that Warrior tournament they had in Kentucky back in like two thousand 9, 10, whenever it was. It was mm-hmm. the late two thousands, early two thousand tens. And I just remember um Billy specifically, like ripping Shooting two rod shots and the walls coming apart because of how you know he generates <laughs> so much force. Yes, it's, called, it's like warrior warrior for for a home model table, right? Like if you're buying a table for your kids to shoot around on, sure, great, perfectly fine, money, right? Yep. But if you, if you're looking for a tournament standard table, this this is this is the standard in this country. Now I think. I think uh, North American players have gotten a little um, kind of headstrong, like a horse with blinders when it comes to, I play Tornado. It's it's. I've tried to explain to people, if you want to improve, right, and really round out your game, play other tables. I, I think the Leonhardt table is, a, I think it's a wonderful table. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, honestly, I love Tornado. I love playing on Tornado. Leonhardt might be my favorite table as far as your ability to do things on that table cool i've talked to people who tell me bonzini sucks they hate it i love playing bonzini football i think it's a great table yeah i like them i like them all but i think the, the difference is there's nobody here making anything else and that's why tornado is what it is yep so um you know brendan tried with warrior and i know they're still out there trying to sell tables um are they successful? I don't know. I, I, I really couldn't tell you and I'm not trying to knock them, but all I know is when I played on them, uh, were they okay? I mean they weren't bad. They weren't bad. Uh, yeah. You know, but I'm saying to have a swan on those tables Sorry. I just it's not it's not de- it's not this. It's, it's a of, it's a just,
0: you have to dedicate yourself to doing something that, that you know is gonna meet the standard, you know. Uh heavier this,
2: Yeah, this is a twenty year old coin out table, okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I that i beat the crap okay and this table i will still put this up against anything. this table still plays phenomenal i put right. an upgrade kit on it i got men i got handles i got side strips i got bearings and this table to me plays like table one at a tournament table to mm-hmm. it's my table i'm biased but it still holds up it still holds up
0: so Matt, would you would you uh, because of your your prowess with uh, with carpentry, would you have uh, would you build yourself the ultimate table? I mean, tornado be damned, and just build what you think would be best. Would would you do something like that?
1: It, I don't see any improvements that you could make on a on a on a tornado table. Okay, I, I think I, th- I think they play so well, and if you were to make any changes, it, it to affect the the play of the play, right. It just wouldn't be worth anything. Um, people have been playing on a tornado. Anybody that's promoting foosball right now has been playing on a tornado table. Right. So if you would right. have changed something, I mean, I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Right? That's a testament to the product itself. Um, I, early on, I think it was maybe 2012, I went to a, um, a fireball tournament um, in Albany and uh it was fun and the, and the tables was cool, you know, but it just disappeared. Just didn't yeah. uh, didn't last.
2: Yeah, we ran a mass state on fireball. We had I think we had fifteen tables. Did you? And um Matt Petinato and Kent Ross put it on, I helped them run it. Um the table was great. Yeah. That table was great. I mean it was solid, the mods mm-hmm. were amazing, uh and it just disappeared. I mean, I think it's still pretty big in the Asian market. But that's that's what I mean, like, who's producing tables here? Valley Dynamo is the only one producing tables.
3: Yep, yep.
2: So, uh, and I think if, if they had some competition, well, I, I like that to everybody, competition drives the market, right? So, Valley dictates what we're paying for foosball tables because they can. Yeah. And – um If someone else was to come in, if Leonhardt German made tables was to go, we're going to, you know, if they figured that there was a market here and they could put a plant here and build tables and sell them here and we could get them for less than what we pay having them shipped over. I plan on buying one anyway, but sure. I would love to see a Leonhardt tour in North America. I would support the Leonhardt tour in North America. There's, yeah, my that's
1: my my goal down here is to make room for a a Leonhardt.
2: Nice. I could get yeah.
1: one more table down here. It would definitely be a lean heart, and I know really John's looking to, at getting one.
2: If you really wanted to, you could build more rooms in your house to pull more tables. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: a it's a matter of convincing the other members of the household. That's all I'm right. saying. You know, right. that's all. Yeah. No yeah. biggie. No biggie. Yeah. No, it's yeah. um. I, I think there's there's certainly something to be said for uh for a a, a multi table regional championship of some kind. Whether, Absolutely. you know, so you get, uh, you know, the Canadians involved, everybody from the Northeast and you kind of band together and, and do something that maybe has three or four different tables and, uh, you know, call it a, call it a day, man. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
2: I think it would be outstanding. I do. I, and I would be in full support of that. I mean, I would drive 24 hours up there to play. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I would be you know, look like at the end of the day, like I said, if we're just playing blues ball. I'm 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 all for it. So I'm you know, like like okay, that. uh North North Carolina State just I think they're wrapping up now, but North Carolina State just happened this weekend. Yes. And I don't know about you guys, but like for me, I'm constantly checking the brackets. If there's a tournament going on, if oh, it's yeah. On, yeah, if it's on IFP, if it's on Modern, if they're running it on NetFoos, like yesterday I was checking the brackets on NetFoos. If I'm not able to be at a tournament, I am constantly watching the brackets because I just, I get, I get like, um it's, it's not FOMO. Like, uh I just, I just want to be there. I want to be at all of them. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I can't. But um I know, I know NC State's wrapping up now and Brandon won mixed and Brandon won doubles. He won mixed with Maggie Strong. Mm-hmm. He won doubles with Gavin, And then he won settles playing with ourselves. So, so it's predictable.
0: I mean, he tripled. So,
2: yeah. And then um, uh, I want to shout out Sean Green, who's a great North Carolina player who doesn't play anywhere else. Cool. Um, Sean Sean had a good weekend. Um, There were a few guys there that that played well. Uh, Kenneth Dale and Chris Boyd won pro doubles. Shout out to them. Uh, One of my local guys... Uh, who's a, a real heel in the foosball side? His name is Dale Moore. He won amateur singles, um, you know. And and I wanted to be there because it's a foosball tournament. and I couldn't. Um, you know, you guys having that smash on yesterday, like I I get I get a real itch. Mm-hmm. And I just want to play foosball. So yeah. uh, throw something, get a bunch of tables, and and call me, and I'll be there. Uh, cool. So, but um. I got a question for Matt, if that's okay. Sure. So, so Matt, you you know you played a lot in the early two thousands, and then um, you know family obligations and things kind of pulled you away from the game, and now you're coming back strong. Like, do you notice a difference, a change, or what do you see in the game that's kind of changed since you've gone away and now come back? Or do you see a change? Is there a change? Um.
1: I don't really see a change play-wise um, between the rollover and the pull. Seem to be the dominant shots. Uh, brush series, stick series on passing. Um, two to five is completely new. I Didn't really see much of that back then. And other than at the higher levels, like in Vegas, playing in the Open. But I didn't. When when we went to Vegas, I played the FIFA League and didn't really experiment into the amateur doubles, open doubles like I am now at the state level. So I got to play against people. I didn't really play upper ranked people mm. because I don't know why. I don't have a, but now looking at the the, the way things, and actually it was structured different back then too. It wasn't, Rookies, amateurs, and experts. It was uh, semi-pros and different things. And Rookie, rookie uh,
2: semi-pro, pro, and master. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it just seemed like back then, Vegas was so big that I wasn't... It, it felt like, you know, I can't go play over there with the pros. I'm, I'm not a pro. I can't go over there and play with those guys. But now, it seems to be... a, a the, only, the biggest difference I've seen at state levels and larger tournaments is the... Connection, you know, there's there's less of a click. Well, there's still clicks out there, but they're they're just they're easy to talk to, easy to approach.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, everybody seems to want to help. Uh, mostly, if you go and ask somebody, hey, uh, Kenneth Dale, big big guy, big big help with me on that term. Every time I see him, he's he's willing to play a couple games and and work on something or answer questions and stuff like that. Where Back in 2000, whether I was younger and dire, or just less knowledgeable of the the pros back then, uh, this now it seems like it's a lot easier to approach anybody, really. Yes. Um, the, the group is just it's just that's that's one of the probably the, while I was out and away from it, one of the biggest things I missed was the group, the camaraderie, the family, being being meeting people from everywhere. I mean. I, I've talked to, I don't know how many people who travel from California to East Coast driving, stopping at tournaments and, you know, welcome people, you know, stay at my house, come play some foos, meet, hit the tournament, stay at my house, go ahead and went out from there. And I just got offered last night and, you know, I'm getting ready to leave at midnight and people are like, you know, you sure you want to drive home? Stay you know, yeah, crash at my yeah, house. Yep. And then, That's it. And it's just, it's just a great, it's it's great to have that ability and meet people like that. i that's one of the best things about it. I like.
2: Fuzes are a loving community, and it's it's you know I, I tell people that it's like some of the best friends I have are right. people oh, yeah. I met through foosball. You mm-hmm. know, and 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 I can go anywhere in the country and have a place to stay just because of football, yeah. right? And and it's like Noah. You won expert doubles in Michigan with Noah Rosenstein, right? Who's from California, California. and Noah. Ha- and noah had been he drove to the northeast like he was driving across country just playing food so shout out to noah yep. because noah's a solid dude and um and they just hooked up last minute played expert doubles won expert doubles and noah uh i texted on congratulations he's like dude this is my first win so you know and that's it's great weekend that's great yeah that's great yeah. but it's like you form these bonds with people through stuff like that and it's just it's 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 awesome, and that you know there there are so many things about foosball that are positives. And uh, you know Matt Matt and I had met in the early two thousands because of foosball. We had developed a relationship, became friends, and then you know Matt kind of fell away, and then he came back, and I was just so glad to see him come back. And now, like I said, I'm seeing progress, and it just it, it, you know. I mean, Matt's Matt's older than me, a lot older than me. You can see it on his face. Matt's like forty years older than me. He's <laughs> older than
1: me. You, go, I, you can no. see the balloons <laughs> behind me.
2: You're cruising. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So uh, no, I'm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, but so. Uh, but no, but like, I have, I have like a, a, like a pride about Matt. Like I'm proud of Matt because I'm like, I'm seeing him progress. And he's starting to win on tour and it just makes me so happy to oh, see yeah. it.
3: Because, yeah.
2: you know, I, I want to see my buddies. I always want to see my buddies. win. Well, you know what I mean? Like if I can't be there winning, I, I want to see that win. Always. I always want to see them win. So, and like I said, I, it, it, it I, I, it makes me proud. I'm like a proud dad. I don't <laughs> have any kids, but I'm a proud dad. But so one, one thing, like. One thing that I've noticed through the years, and, and maybe maybe you don't notice this, man, maybe you do, but I've noticed the game has become aggressive. And what I mean by that is, like, when we started playing, it was like a, a real – it was a gentleman's game, right? So John Batista, we talk about John Batista. We talked about him last week. Yep. We talk about him this week. Love John. Shout out yep. to John. Great guy. Kind of respect for John. John really built foosball in our area. But when we started playing, John really kind of he 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 taught us that you know if you pass the ball to your three rod, you wait till he gets back there. You don't shoot until the guy's back and ready. And just a very he he had this very respectful mindset of foosball. You don't shoot five rods. You don't you know you don't do things like that. And so when when I started going on tour, I had this mindset that foosball was played a certain way, and there were some people that that did that and then there were some people that didn't and then i felt like when tony came on the scene and started winning singles tony really kind of just took that gentleman's mindset and just like moved it out of the way and was like no i'm i want to win i don't care if you're going to take your time getting back there that's your problem he just he, he he just played very aggressive and i i i mean i like that i i think it's great and now with you know, with Tommy and with Brandon, and seeing what they do, like just send Brandon shoot the ball at the table on his two rod, grab it on his three rod, and just you just see his hand going like this because he's just trying to score, and and I I feel like for me personally, that's one of the biggest changes that I've noticed from then to now is how aggressive the games become.
3: Yeah, I I
1: agree, and the same thing with the plays from this area um, that are coming back. It, it's not easy to get rid of those those habits um just like randy said you know five man shots were considered dirty and now i shoot a five man and i hear man nice shot
3: yeah yeah and Uh, it
1: it it, it took a while to get to get that out of my head where um i was just like being mean like randy said you know and now it's, now it's aggressive,
3: you know, yeah. it's a shot that well, just being, a reason for it.
0: Being on top of the, on top of your game. It's, it's like, if you're going to play forward on a regular basis, if you don't have a five row shot, you better make one up. Yeah. Yeah. You, get, yeah. you, you have to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I've had to learn to develop because I've had to learn to develop a couple of them. So Kevin Walker, you know, he, he did this to me a few <laughs> times, uh, you know, being up there and, and. I'd go play him in singles because Kevin was just such a well practiced player and and he had such good transition and he would do these two to the three passes in singles and and Kevin's so smart and he always had a plan. But he would do this to me because again, I was still progressing. And and if I tried to play if I tried to D him up in singles with my left hand on my five and set D on the back, he would just shoot a five on me. And mm-hmm. he had just a very nice, clean, smooth, tic-tac-five. It wasn't like a, like a Philbrook, like a big left hook. It was just right. nice and clean and smooth. And then if I – if it, and what it did was it forced me to change. Now I got to put my hand in the back and play D, and D up with my right hand. And that's not something you can practice by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to do this, and he would just abuse me and get the ball and get the ball and get the ball. And, the ball. and then – You know, he he had such a great shot. I would struggle to block him. And he would just beat me with a couple of small things that made me, I'm like, and again, I was really, I was really young and learning in the game, but he just abused me with a few things where now I take that and I go, okay, you know, I do it to people now because I want to win. I want to win. Sure. And and you know, and I try to instill that in these guys, where it's like, don't don't sit there and wait. Go get it. Go get it and, and go take it because nobody's going to give it to you. Especially like Matt, right? Matt's Matt's working his way up now. He's going to be mm-hmm. once the points come out, he's probably going to be a high amateur. I don't think he should be a high amateur. I mean, he should probably be in the expert rankings at, at this point. And I feel right, like with all the wins. yeah, deserving of that. Oh yeah. But, uh, you know, but once he becomes an expert and like, I've explained to these guys, I'm like, the higher you go, the harder it gets, you know, there's
1: a small part of me that, that makes me feel like some of the success that I have had is because no one knows who I am. And
3: there's
0: some I've of that seen me before there's and, a little of that and,
1: and yeah, but it comes down to talent well it's it's going it's going away though because i'm i'm coming to tournaments now and i introduce myself and uh i've gotten yeah you're, you're I i saw you last year i'm like oh crap <laughs> and, and now
3: you know what you like, do <laughs> uh,
1: yeah and I, you know the drive homes the drive homes talking to randy uh, when randy's driving home or if i'm driving home i call randy to talk on the phone while we're driving and and uh, hey, man! I heard. You, What's yeah, we, we Yeah. talk about what? What? What did you learn? And what? What else can we do to work on that and different stuff like that? And he tells me all the time, he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting you got you you got a bullseye on your back now."
3: There you go. After
1: I take a, a title at Michigan or a title in Florida, they're like, "Oh, people people are starting to watch out." You know, mm-hmm. they know when you're coming in. They're starting to watch your game. So there's things you got to work on and different things. And that's one of the things I talked to, to about. Heaven, you know, was some of the things I did. When when would be better to do it? When when to hold on to them and and not show everything at once and right. stuff like that. So, right, yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I think there's more people watching my game now than before.
0: Hey, flattery! That,
1: that got me a that got me a lot of wins with people not knowing who I was. Sure. Or, or so, what I can do
0: now that you've been you've been at this for a little bit, you know, really moving up through the ranks. Is there one or two players out there you can name right now? Of course, we just talked about Kevin Walker, but one or two players you feel like i I want to emulate that guy's game or that that person's game. What you know? Is there anybody out there that you uh, feel that way about?
1: Uh, yeah, Randy Raposa.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you had to say that. You had. <laughs> The checks in the mail. That guy's a
1: star. No, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think, I think I try to take a little bit from if if I see something from somebody, um, that I I feel would be comfortable. I, so I I have my own things where I'm comfortable passing from five to three, passing from two to three, two mm-hmm. to five, and defense. And I don't think there's any one player that I look at and try to be like, but. If I see somebody that does something that looks like it will work in my game, mm-hmm. then, then I might then I might watch a little bit more of that and try to incorporate into my game because everybody's got their, their strong sides of the table and strong things and right, um, you know if you see somebody do certain things, everybody's defense is defense right now. Defense is struggling. I've been talking to Randy about the different kinds of defense and trying okay. to trying to to make adjustments on depending on who you, who's playing against you and what what they're shooting and how to how to go about stuff like that so um, but I don't think that I really have any one player I look at all of them okay if anybody's if anybody's on tour and they're doing well you know there's what a reason I use out of that game there's a
2: reason yeah. yeah 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 and you you always want to emulate the guys that are winning right so yeah I mean that's it, I know Jacob's big on that, especially on the five, like he'll see a pass somebody does and he'll, he'll, he'll take it and try to use it. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of good players out there right now where you can take little bits and pieces of their game from and incorporate it, but it's whatever you're comfortable with, anything mm-hmm. else, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna try to shoot a pull shot like Terry Rue uh, because I can't. So you know, I'm not I'm not going to waste Terry's time and ask my teacher how to shoot a pole shot because it's, yeah, it's not going to work. So um, oh,
0: he's extraordinary but, too. Just to oh you know, man, that guy just oh, extraordinary. Man.
2: We could just talk about him if you want. <laughs> uh, hey, this uh, is about the but, Northeast uh,
0: here. You know, we we gave you yeah. guys your props. It's cool. But, oh uh, yeah,
2: but t- Terry, <laughs> shout out to Terry, man. I love yeah, Terry. Yeah, hey, Tim, That's my boy. I love T. He's uh, he's uh, no, outside of being uh, just one of the best football players in the world he is just a top-notch human being yeah yeah so, uh, agreed solid yeah so if you get a chance uh, to even just uh, converse with him for a minute at a tournament you know, oh do it he's just a great guy yeah
0: he's got a a certain uh formula and i'm not sure exactly what's in it but uh, uh when i met him i believe it was texas state and uh we got a chance to hang out and talk for a bit and he was walking around. He had this this like a, a uh, twenty ounce bottle of water that had like a certain color of fluid in it. Uh, mm. It was kind of like a reddish color. But he kind of sipped that the entire time we were talking. I'm like, so what, what's what's in the bottle, man? He's like, Oh, it's my it's my own you know my own formula, my own thing of uh, vitamins, etc. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean he definitely doesn't drink that's for sure but no it's, no Terry's you know, clean as a whistle yeah, yeah yeah absolutely but it was like oh i'm i'm curious because he's he's a medical you know medical professional and mm-hmm. uh so I'm like any insight you can give me on what you're drinking there he's like yeah it's my own thing you know it's what it's what i it works for me like uh, oh, well, okay. i know
2: i know he's got, <laughs> i know he's gotten into p90x lately like he's gotten into his, right. his personal health and fitness so uh i've seen him i've seen him do a little uh I think it was a little pre-workout one time or maybe it was just oh, no it was some branch chain amino acids I saw him put in his drink one time. that's that's so, it yeah uh,
0: yeah yeah that sounds uh, like that like sounds like something he would yeah. do
2: I would drink that stuff just because it was delicious right so not because I'm working out, but they had this grape one that was just really good. It was like Kool-Aid, but it was branched-chain amino acids, and you're only supposed to have so much. Like, hey, it just tasted so good; I couldn't help myself.
0: So, I mean, there's a lot of those things in the market now. You notice, you know, every day there's a new, a new formula, a new uh, drink that's out there. You know, energy and hydration and nutrition and all this kind of stuff. And no. some of it's like, no. you know, no. 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 Matt needs energy. Matt needs energy. I
2: don't need Come energy. Come on, no, Bruce. Bruce needs that. Let's talk about Bruce Walton. Well Bruce, yes. Obama. You're a the bum and the you're a absence
0: scrub. thereof, Bruce yeah. Welton.
2: Yeah, he drank his geritol. He had a warm glass of milk. <laughs> he missed his nap. Couldn't I, make it. Oh. Yeah, whatever, Bruce. Yeah. You, you and Richie, two bums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: We are we are grateful for Bruce with the intention of being with us tonight, but uh, we do we do miss his uh, his presence, no doubt. No, and, Tom. Uh,
2: every day I have <laughs> intentions on doing push-ups. <laughs> That's the one I get done. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> I, and I got to say, Bruce, uh, he he seemed to do well yesterday, and we had some nice conversations. And I thought, hey, you know, looking forward to uh, to bringing him on the show tonight, and uh, you know, hearing his backstory because he's fascinating, but. You know, yeah. we'll just have to make it up as we go along, I
2: guess. Yeah, I can tell you some <laughs> stories about Bruce. All right, so, no, <laughs> no. So, so uh, you know, I, and I wanted to have Bruce on because like Bruce and I have played a couple lately, and we had some good results. So you know, um, and Bruce is a guy that's been around for a while, and he stopped because of COVID. Because you know, because Bruce is like eighty years old, and now and now he's getting <laughs> he's actually. getting younger now. He was 100 yeah but... he's like a, what was that movie brad pitt did where he, he was old and aging he, in reverse got, yeah yeah that's bruce bruce, <laughs> bruce, is,
1: bruce is great for practice he's the one that keeps me serious when we when we show up for a practice session at, at bruce's house it's all it's all it's all very serious okay yeah. um you, you know he doesn't like to joke around he likes to work on things very you know distractions everything Nice. Yes. When when you show up for Bru- when you show up at Bruce's house for a practice, there's no there's no joking. It's, it's practice yeah. time. Let's get this interesting. Get this very serious about it, okay. which is, yeah. which is good. Yeah, which is
2: good. It's a workout. He called it. He called it's workout. It's getting a workout. In. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's and he's and he's
0: and a the, ranked expert, correct? Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Singles and doubles. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's not too far for pro and doubles. I think he's a couple hundred points away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's he, he is. Um, it's one thing I do appreciate about him is his his um, his focus and his um, his approach. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a very calculated approach. He and I we do talk a lot, uh, and his his approach, his mental approach to the game. Uh, you know, as as you do get older, and I'm I'm, I'm dealt with this because I'm you know I'm getting old. As you get older, you know your physical ability fades, but you know the way you approach the game mentally. You know, i I've I've, I've I've been able to beat younger guys with experience. You know, if it was all about who's the fastest and who hits the ball the hardest, then the younger guys are always gonna be superior, right? But um mm. like Rick Messias, for example, I'll give you Rick Messias, right? Yep. And I love Rick Messias. I think Rick Messias is um Rick Messias is a master, great player. It was an Ireland State in the mid two thousands. Uh, and Kevin Walker was playing great at the time. Kevin was winning. I think he had just turned pro, and Rick beat him in singles. He beat him in the winners, and then uh, I think he beat him in the finals. Okay. And he beat him with smoke and mirrors. He just beat him with experience. Um, and and Rick even said he's like I I can't shoot the ball. My arm's gonna fall off. He's and he just he just beat him with experience, and um, you know having that ability takes you know, time, years, and, and you just got to go out and play foosball. I yeah.
0: Know. And also having a belief in yourself. I mean, you've got to, you know, you've got to say, Hey, I know I can do this and, and, and then execute, um, yeah. you know, yeah. mentally.
2: Yeah. And Bruce, uh, Bruce has, um, Bruce has a lot of experience. Like I said, Bruce won a world championship. I think it was in the mid eighties on dynamo. He won a, a, a mixed title, an amateur mixed title on dynamo. Okay and um i think he was right pro for a little while and then um you know i think he stopped playing uh professional life and all that stuff and then mm-hmm. um kevin scousis found him uh in the early 2000s mid 2000s and um and then we got him playing again and that was it, was it. And, it. and he's just been, he's been back at it so uh but Bruce is, he's a great asset to the scene up there um you know, he's he's a Bruce is a good player. Bruce the good is one of, he's one of my best
0: friends. I love Bruce. So Yeah. Yeah. Good um, people, for sure. Yeah. But uh you know, Matt, you're just gonna have to take all the abuse instead. That's all there is to it. You know, it's what yeah. happens. Uh, it's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But or we else? do appreciate that. So so Matt, I wanna to talk to you about, about uh promotional, you know, aspects to foosball because I know you've been involved. Um to you, when you go out to play and not doesn't matter where you play necessarily, but what uh, what makes you want to come back to a foosball tournament once you've gone? What what uh, what makes you uh, say, hey, that was great, I want to do that again?
1: Yeah, I I noticed, uh, you know, the larger tournaments are tough. The wait times between when you're playing and how well how how. Smoother tournament runs and Mm -hmm. different things and i think i heard you guys talking about last week i think randy mentioned it when i when i go to a tournament and it's running well i always try to make it a point to go up to whoever the tournament director is shake his hand say thank you yes Uh, i know i know how much work goes into these things and when all the people working behind the counters and and running the computer systems and stuff and trying to get things going um i know there's a lot of work there involved and it's a very thankless job, so mm-hmm. i I always try to say thank you, especially when it's a good a good turnout and things run well um I think the weight between the the biggest thing I've noticed is is waiting in between matches is tough mm. and when you go to when you go to a tournament a state tournament where you're playing and and things are running smooth and and you're playing you're able to stay warm on the table without standing or or five hours while you're mm-hmm. waiting. I think that I think that makes a big difference. And uh they you know, the larger the tournament the tougher it is. But the there's more tables at larger tournaments. So um I mean I I don't really see I haven't been to a tournament where that's been like I'm never coming back here again. Okay. Uh, I think I think I think they all do really well. I think uh, Michigan State was great. Oh yeah. Been there twice. Uh, Mike Stahl, Aaron Croft, those those guys are great. Georgia Georgia State was was really great. Those guys were on top of stuff. I had a really good time at that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State's so always good to see those plays down there. Uh, I haven't been to Texas yet. I'm I'm hoping to get to that one. Highly as recommend. Soon as I can. Yeah.
0: Highly yeah, recommend that.
1: I'd like to hit that one. I I'd, I'd like. I like the state tournaments being able to support these guys that are trying to do what we're doing, what we're trying to do up here you sure. know, and see what they're doing and see what works and, and different things like that. So uh, when I first started coming back into it and talking to Randy, everybody's like, Oh, you got to go to worlds. You got to go to worlds. You got to mm-hmm. go to TKO and being out of it for 20 years and coming back to a TKO or a worlds is like, and this is, this is tough. This is, this four it, days of standing and,
0: it's a grinder. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's <laughs> totally a grinder, and uh, it, it's it's tough. You know, I I went in there all gung ho, excited, play. Let let me play every event I can, and now when I go to the larger tournaments, I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna play these events and do well and and stick to this and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, like I said, I I don't think I've been to a tournament yet. Something to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm not coming back here. Foosball is foosball, man. Yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. having a tournament. You you want to be there, and
0: regardless. Yeah, right. no, it's, so it's uh as long as as long as the uh, <laughs> you don't catch something while you're there. Of course, that we can't guarantee yeah. that.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think most of the foosball places, the the venues that they've been finding have been really nice. Oh yeah, uh, Georgia Georgia State was. That place was beautiful, um, Michigan State. That place is a really nice place.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I, th-
1: I think I think we've been lucky with venues so far. For... Uh,
0: um, this is a question for both you guys. Um, last year for or this year I should say for the Bardo, they were at the uh, the Tallahassee uh, or what was it called? I've forgotten the uh, calamari, calamari. Um, oh, the resort, the resort. It was a, it was a water yeah, water park.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. now
0: that was unique. Um, and I, from yeah. what I understand, people had a blast. They had a good time. Um, although I think what happened was it was so hot in Texas that particular weekend, they yeah. had to close the swimming pool outside because the water was too hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so oh. it was not healthy to get in the water outside. They Yeah, we
2: don't have that problem up here. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> no, 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 So the Bardo is on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. It's on my Yeah. Bar- Bardo's in Houston, right?
0: It's, uh, outside of Austin. Yeah. Austin. Okay.
2: Yep. So, um, Kalahari, I, have, that's I, have, what it was. I have some, I have some that are on my bucket list. Um, and, and Texas state. I told, you know, I told Matt, you got to get there, man. Texas States, they do such a good job. It's yeah. all about the players. Uh, I've been to Texas state once and I haven't been able to get back, but I'm gonna, and that's just a Texas state's great. It really the is Hires on my bucket list. Colorado state's on my bucket list. I would love to start hitting some tournaments in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eventually, uh when flights aren't just insanely expensive. But um if they did that again, Davardo, I mean, if it was something where I could I could go legitimately take my wife and my dog and just hang out, then absolutely I, I if if I think I feel like if tournaments were geared more like that, which I know they can't all be, mm-hmm. but I think you know, like Matt's Matt's married with kids, Matt's got like 17 kids. So something like that would be perfect. <laughs> right. He'd bring his wife, bring his kids to vacation and, and yeah, go hang out, man. I'm going to play foosball. So, um, it, it, you know, I, I, I do agree with the venues. Like I think venues have improved drastically. Yeah. I, you know, um, Georgia state, the one they had last year was great. I think they lost a hotel. Unfortunately, I know mm. they're working on getting something, but, um, Louisiana was good this year. Mississippi was good. um, the clarion where they're having a kickoff in, in worlds
0: in lexington in lexington yeah. is getting better yeah oh they've
2: some yeah i didn't go to worlds this year but you know i heard about all the improvements they've made that restaurant they got in there is, oh it's good I, I mean yeah it's good it's real good uh, so they're making strides in them. you know again like matt said the the standing around is tough it is, but mm-hmm. as you attend more and more tournaments, you learn how to maneuver through these. Right? It's a grind, and right. you yeah. you figure you figure out a formula that works for you, and you stick to that formula, and you you just continue to improve and add or subtract what you need to do in order to be successful. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's you know it's foosball. You just uh, like I said before, everybody foosball is different for everybody for some people it's a party for some people it's a competition uh, for some people it's a vacation it's just you know, make it what it is for you and and you just you go from there so uh you know the five 508 guys they're, they're, they they want to compete yes and uh, you know they're all they're all starting so to to dig the wheels on now and, and tour and i i love it it's great you know and now they got they got some new blood and even those guys are, you know, Mikey Mello and Corey and those guys are, uh, I, I don't think it'll be long before we see those guys at a tour stop. That'd be great. Um, yeah, yeah. And and, and it's just um, iron sharpens iron, right? So as the group starts to improve, the players will start to improve, and, and we get some new blood in, and, and it'll start to grow and, and go from there. So, uh, you know, I'm excited for what's going on in the Northeast. Very, oh, yeah.
0: very, very cool. It's, it's, um, you know, we have to light this, light this, uh, the fuse here and, yeah. uh, and, and just let it happen. Cause it's, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately it's, it, what is it? Uh, 2016, I think was the last time we did a New York state championship. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a, it's been a long time. And, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I've had extensive conversations with Kevin Westcott about, you know, he did it for 10 years and did a, yeah. you know, Kevin ran he ran some good ones. Yep. Him. He had a good, he did a nice job. Um, but it got, you know, it, it wore him out. So, you know, maybe it has to do with, uh, maybe having more people to help organize something like mm-hmm. that or, uh, to, yeah. to do the physical labor of, of putting on a tournament, you know, especially a state level tournament, you know, yeah, 50 tables, that's a, that's Ooh. a lot of work. Yeah,
2: no, you, you have to, you have to delegate. And, and one of the biggest things too now is like, uh, you need, you need the financial backing, right? Cause so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking to uh, I had sent Mary a text pre worlds, she got back to me post worlds about you know potentially doing something because I got a guy down here who wants to sponsor an Alabama state. Cool, um, yeah, but it's not, it's kind of weird. Like, there's it's just, it's kind of weird. Um, he's um, he he owns an arcade, he's big in ping pong, he was on the national he was on the Olympic team for ping uh, pong. He's an older gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And he's got a whole setup, up and I mean, super, super nice guy. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, and he wants to do something with foosball, but he doesn't understand the dynamic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I, and I told him, I said, so the, the lady who's in charge of foosball, you know, nationwide, she, she's got her calendar full for next year. And she basically told me that, um, she'll like, we can pay her and she'll run the tournament. And, you know, she doesn't want to start her own thing. She doesn't want to take on another state, mm. but we can pay her. She'll bring the tables, she'll buy our software, she'll run the tournament. But again, this, this, you know, you need to have, um, capital in order to do that. Yeah. And you right do. now, you know, the way the economy is, it's, it's not a lot of people have the ability to just go ahead and do that. Right. So, right, right, right. um, you know,
0: yeah, finding backing to do anything like that, uh, especially on a state level. I mean that we're talking some, some serious layout when it comes to cash. Yeah, so right. you know. Yeah. So um, the
2: people that are doing it now, it's like we just have to be thankful, right? Mm-hmm. That's football to play. Like go support it and be thankful. Yep. You know? And and that's it. So uh you know, and that's why like I said, those guys in the Northeast, I you know the fact that that they're going out and being competitive, I'm I'm so proud of them because you guys are football stars i said it last week i mean it's you have your local sin. new hampshire has a local sin. albany has a local sin. but it's like you know you guys the fact that you guys don't have a state level tournament i mean new york state used to be a thing maryland state was a thing you know at Even one time pennsylvania was running a state tournament pennsylvania was running a state tournament yeah yep. i mean yep. you, you guys could have four state tournaments in the northeast I know New Hampshire was, you know, New Hampshire did something, but mm-hmm. I mean, there could there could be four or five state tournaments just in the Northeast, and right. and that right there, I mean, when New York State would run, the Canadians would come down, and that's a, I mean, oh. those are high level players. Oh those yeah, are high level players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the level of competition I used to come to New York State was amazing. It was a great tournament. Westcott did a really really good job for years. It was a great tournament. I went to the one in fifteen. That was my last one before I moved. Right. You know, they did it in Albany. Yeah, it was actually, mm-hmm. it was in Albany. It was on Wolf um,
0: Road, I believe, in Albany, yeah. Yeah, it
2: was It was a nice, it was a nice hotel. It was a great spot, great yep. tournament. Yeah, that, that tournament cost me thousands of dollars. I brought my wife. It was awful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. I'll never forget it. Uh, but the football was good. I took yeah. third in open doubles. Me and Greg Mondeau, we took third. Oh, yeah. that's
0: right. I remember that now, yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, the yeah, other yeah, thing we, I also remember about that weekend is that we did the uh, the New York State Cup. Uh, yes. so, you know, had this big, big, I mean, it was raucous, man. I mean, people are cheering for their, for their cities and everybody had a team, you know, fielded from the different parts of the state and outside as well. And we sat there and, and you know, we, we watched, uh, I think it was, um, let's see, Kevin Walker, uh, Greg Mandel, Sean Burke, and Chuck Dooley were all on the same team. Mm. And, mm. and every time those guys, you know, were scoring, we're just like, yes. And it, I mean, I had a blast watching the tournament. Uh, watching this this event at the tournament, uh, even yeah, so, even
2: no. <laughs> even though no, we fielded a team, we fielded a team. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was Bruce Walton, Adam Emmons, myself, and then we had Stan Pulowski from Vermont. Oh right? yes, right, and because 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 we didn't have a fourth. Right, mm-hmm. and Bruce made us shirts, nice collared shirts. And the first thing Stan did was cut the sleeves off the shirt. So, <laughs> and, right, so we had a four-man hey, and he's, then Ron Olson, Ron Olson from Michigan, Ron Zilla, got upset because uh, because um, Stan wasn't from Massachusetts, and and Ron protested, so they wouldn't let us play. Ugh. Oh. And, uh, and, and they wouldn't let us play. Yeah. So uh, Adam and Emmons and I, we actually stole the cup and ran out of the room and we hid the cup. I, I remember do remember that. that. Yeah. and yeah, We stole the cup. <laughs> yeah. There was also, yeah. uh,
0: there were some other players, you know, that were, you know, doing matches elsewhere in the, in the, in the room. They were kind of yelling at us like, Hey, keep it down. Like, screw you. We're having a great time. We're, you know, we're cheering yeah. for our team over here. And which yeah. is, I think we've talked about this, you know, till we're blue in the face about letting the audience participate, you know, this Absolutely. is what, yeah. what, what's missing with foosball, you know, uh, yep. I mean, uh, my heart Absolutely. breaks for, for Sammy, Sammy Dijon and Kevin Westcott, they're playing the, the finals of singles last night, the open singles at the smash and there's nobody. There. <laughs> we're like yeah. cleaning up around the table, you know? But, can you move
2: your foot? Can you move your foot? I gotta stop. Yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah. Dudes, can yeah. you get this
0: done with now? You know, can you get yeah, this? Done hurry with? Up. So I mean no. you, you should, if you make it that far, uh you should have at least, you know, a, a few people watching and, and uh you know cheering you on. But you know, what yeah. can I tell you? Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I think between points I think between points cheering is fine. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with No question. It. About but what do you what do you think, Matt? You think if somebody started heckling you between points it'd be a problem?
1: No. No, I don't I I think I think there should be I think it, like you were saying there should definitely be more crowd something because participation. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it let people get involved. Let them be excited about being there. And, um
3: Why else know, would if, you do it?
1: If somebody's if somebody's chairing because somebody scored, we're not we're not Yelling at the person that got scored on, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's just like any other sport, you know. Um, yeah. If if you're doing the scoring, and you, you can cheer for somebody and not shame the other person. It doesn't
3: mean you, right. need, you
1: know what I mean. You're, right, you're cheering course. for somebody. And i I think I think the people that get scored on are taking it way too serious about oh, this. Yeah. I mean, if I'm playing and somebody scores on me and somebody cheers for them, I I don't that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, and it sometimes, shouldn't. I've, sometimes I've said, damn, that was a nice shot, you know, yep. good for you.
0: Uh, yep. Somebody yeah. rips
2: one. And, if anything, you know, it, it motivates me. It motivates me. Right. I'm like, okay. Yes. I, I'm going I'm to give you a reason to watch here now. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to,
1: I think there should be more talking. I, I wish there was a way to say that you could have more talking without arguing
3: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: because uh, there was, there was an incident at worlds this year that got a little, a little overboard Mm. and
3: i heard about that that. i've
1: ever seen at any tournament and Mm. uh, it's a shame that it went that as far as it did because um it it just it it brought the whole room down right the whole room um and i felt bad for people playing next to that table and having to deal with that at that time and it was like it just didn't have to be that way
0: right it's almost like you, to want, to, to you want to take a time out of somebody's, you know, getting into it yeah. next to you. It's like, I can't, I can't yeah. focus, man. You know, and, that's yeah. different.
2: Well, and, and I've been in situations where that's happening, like the table next to you, they're kind a little loud and, you know, I mean, out of courtesy, you look at each other and you just go, hold on, right? yeah, Let yeah. Them figure it out, right. you know, but it, I, I think, um, and i think that's the problem right what matt said like things that happen at world but it's like it's it's like all or nothing right like we can't uh, like we're adults why can't it just be in between right sure and, and um appropriate moments St- yeah like so mississippi state last year was it last year or the year before shannon Coley, shout out to shannon he ran state uh last year i think it was and one of his biggest things was like look man I want people cheering, Mm -hmm. right? I want people getting involved. The winners, they would come and interview the winners of everything. After they won, they would come over with a mic. How does it feel? And I feel like that's something promoters can do. Yeah, you're you're not going out of your way for something like that. You're just acknowledging everybody in front of the room. They would announce the winner, bring a mic over, uh, interview him for a minute, and and he came up to me specifically and said, hey, I want you to make noise. And I was like, Okay, sure. <laughs> so I I was just in the stands, just making noise, and uh, Dewey and Maggie were playing Brandon and Isabel in finals of um, expert, uh, no open mix. excuse me, expert yeah, right? Open mix, and you know Brandon. Brandon's a beast, but I'm rooting for Dewey and Maggie. Every time Dewey and Maggie score, I'm I'm cheering, and Brandon's <laughs> just looking at me. And I'm just like, oh, what, dude, what? Like, what? Come on. So then after the match, we talked, and he was like, he's like, you know, why you cheering for them?" I was like, why not, right? Like, They're you're good supposed players. to win. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to win, right? Like, I, I mean, but it, it wasn't a big deal. Like, he, he understood. It's, and that's the thing. It's it's foosball, man. We're just making noise. Just make noise. That, you know, I, I would love it if somebody was cheering against me. It motivates me. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. It does. Me. I mean,
0: at uh, Worlds 2021, um, I was playing in the main room. Uh, I think I was playing in amateur doubles or something. But there was a, a a table, three or four tables away, that was featuring one of the Costa Rican players, and I've forgotten who it was exactly. But he had a he had a crew around him watching, uh, right? And and it wasn't like a, a finals or anything like that. But they're going vamos, vamos, vamos. Uh, uh, it's like uh, wow. I mean. And you know, I got used to it after a while. At first, it was kind of a little jarring, but then I realized, hey, they're they're they cheering those these guys on. I wish I had somebody doing that for me.
2: That's one thing I'll say about those guys. They stick to that. like so. Yeah, I I played uh, Rodolfo Clavo finals of expert singles in Louisiana a couple of years ago for a table, and my match belt's called, and I go over and. He's over there. I'm over here. The bleachers are over there and they're filled with Costa Ricans. And mm-hmm. I got, <laughs> I got nobody. And they're just, they're cheering him on. And I'm just like, okay. You know, I think eventually like Folsom came over or somebody came over, but I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, this is awesome. Good for you. Like, it's great. Yeah. They, they, when one of them is in a big match or a final, they are, let's go.
0: They're passionate.
2: Yep. Rah! Yep. We need that. Yep. I love it. I mean, when when Brandon and Kevin were in the finals of worlds last year, I, I mean, I was I was on my way home, and I was listening to it in the car, driving. I wasn't watching it because I was being safe.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Man, okay. Every time they, see, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, driving, <laughs> but my phone's right here. But anyway. Man, every time they scored, they went nuts, and I'm like, dude, that's so awesome! Yeah, that's so awesome. I wish it was like that all the time. That's what you expect to hear when
0: you see any any major sporting event with the the world's greatest players going against one another. Whether it be tennis, you know, I mean, golf, even, um, but you know, football, basketball, you name it. If it's if it's top pros playing each other, there's a lot of involvement of the audience.
3: Just
0: yeah saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that's why my, guy, my guy's plan for winner to losers last night in singles, and all the other bums went home. <laughs> Hung them out to dry. It's like, you got to stay and support your people, man. Listen, it, I mean, it, I don't know. I, well, I, 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 I don't know. I, I get that done to them all the time. It's yeah. gotten better now, but in the beginning, when I first moved down here, uh, nobody knew who I was, so I didn't have a cheering section. Right. So, right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. no battle of the battle of the mountains like in 2000 i forgot what year it was the trophies over there but i played carl dill in the finals of expert singles and he's one of their guys and i'm playing and he's in the bleachers are filled with north carolina people and they're all cheering against me and i'm just like every and i'm scoring and i'm looking at that i'm like huh? <laughs> here <Yeah>. you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you yeah. go so, no I, like it motivates it does it motivates yeah. the only one the only one that hurt was uh Mississippi against Sullivan and, and Hannah because mm. nobody wa- nobody wanted us to win that one right so yeah that was that one that one was bad oh but, well I don't know, whatever it is what
3: it is so,
0: the 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 yeah. the, the moment uh, Terry and and uh, Sullivan had to go against each other I mean I knew that was going to be oh you know that was that gonna was such be, a good match right that was such
2: a good match. that was such a watched good match
0: every single second of that
1: yeah, I watch I watched that one also yeah Oh, that man. was a good match I mean yeah.
0: just Matt. Couldn't help it.
2: Have you have you got have you played Sullivan or Terry yet? Have you gotten to one of them yet?
1: Nope, not yet.
2: Yeah, it's experience. Like, it really is. Not only like the level of play, but also um, people don't understand. Like there, there's uh, like you feel like a different kind of pressure. You know, because people are like, when you start playing those types of players, like people are come because they have people that follow them around and watch them, mm-hmm. and it's like, and 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 now you're playing them and you're not expected to win, and you're playing them and people are watching, and and if you if you do happen to you know beat them, it's like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like uh, what, what was it's, this guy? This guy just made a cartoon on YouTube about uh, Taylor Swift and i forgot what it's called but he was like yeah, the threats and stuff but i feel it's almost to that level death threats like oh yeah i forgot what it was oh man what was it called because he did de- what was
0: it like t- was he making fun of uh, taylor swift, taylor
2: swift. Oh, yeah. oh yeah oh it was really good though Yeah. <laughs> meat canyon meat canyon yeah oh. if you go on youtube and put a meat canyon taylor swift it's a it's like a four minute video it's hysterical uh, <laughs> okay but no i mean uh you know when, when you start working into these brackets man, and, and you've gotten some, some really good wins, like you beat some, some like I see your mm-hmm. name in a bracket and I'm, and you're going up against somebody. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a tough one. And then I see your name advance and I'm like, uh, okay. And, right? uh, and then we talk, yeah, we talk about it after. And you're like, yeah, he's like, he, he was really good. He's you're like, I just, I just beat him. And I'm like, good. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm like, I'd never beat that guy, but you, you just, you just beat him. Good for you, buddy. Uh, but you know it's well
0: there is like you say there's there's um because i mean sullivan and and terry are such legendary uh family when it comes to playing we all want to be on their side you know that that's just natural right so somebody comes along that uh that that managed to beat you know sullivan it doesn't happen very much not anymore Mm. you know Mm. you're not going to see that too Mm. much but Mm. when it does i can see you know people like oh you know you got lucky yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. She's oh, a little girl.
2: She's a little girl. What, little girl. what, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, shame on you. Pick uh, on
0: somebody your own yeah. size.
2: Yeah. I mean, she hits the ball like a girl I am, but
0: shame on ooh, you. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Best push shot in the sport. Best push shot. You
2: think, you think she's got the best push shot in the sport? I, well,
0: I'm next to Stan Pulaski. Billy, Billy Pappas has got a damn good You've never too. seen Billy shoot a push shot? Oh, no. I've seen him. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: um, she's close., no, I, is, so you have to like you have to pay attention to everything, right? Like her setup she's like a little machine, right? It's like pass and then she's instantly in her setup. Mm-hmm. And her stance. everything's just you know again when you when Terry Roo's your dad, uh, your mechanics have better be good. Oh yeah, right. but like there's no wasted energy, no wasted time. It's just the ball's set and it's just like, okay. She's completely still, and then it's just looking at the hole. And th- the way she explodes to that long hole mm-hmm. is—look, Stan. Stan shoots the ball really well. Oh,
0: no question.
2: that, Sullivan's, Sullivan's shot is. I think her uh, her execution, uh, the way she executes to the whole the hole net. I I think her shots. It's better. It is. It is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her five, uh, you know, her the transition game. She's, I mean, she's been, she's been competing uh, in the male pro division for a long time, and and like, you know, I, I think, think she's won some pro singles. Team. So, and that's that's just that's not just, easy. That's not an easy feat. Yep. So, uh, the fe- the females now um, are are they're they they're next level. I mean, I know they've they've always been a good female players, but I feel like these females these particular females now are, uh, they're, they're just different, you know, mm-hmm. Northeast, like, uh, the Northeast doesn't have, I mean, you know, Nancy's up there and I know there's a couple ladies in oh, yeah. New Hampshire. Um, but it's not there. It's not the same. We had, uh,
0: Shelly Schaefer from Syracuse, uh, Shelley, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she's a beast up front, man. She, she plays a yeah. really mean game. Um, yeah. and she's done well on tour as well. So, you know, there's a, there's a few, I mean, there needs to be more. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Um yeah. we need more, more female talent and, and more women bring more guys. Just a fact. Well,
2: I, I mean, it's, it's, it is, it is factual. Uh, I don't care. I'm married. Happily. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, not too loud. Uh, not too loud. Uh, she, I don't know. She's, she might be in bed. I don't know. She might be outside the door. But uh, <laughs> like, like Matt, Matt, Matt's, Matt's kids actually played in the junior event at the Masters. Matt had both his kids there, and they both played in the junior event at the Masters. Nice.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. their first event. Yep.
0: Really? Yeah. How'd they do?
1: Yep. Uh, they lost. They were out in two.
0: Got it. Well, you know.
1: But, but it was a good experience, uh, seeing them. Stand up and play in front of a crowd was was mm-hmm. new for them. So right, um, and and that that was actually in Florida. They had a really good crowd for juniors down there. That was great. They took the finals into awesome. the pit. Uh, oh, people yeah. were cheering awesome. for them. That, that, was that, was, awesome. that was that was great. That what they did down there. So fantastic. It was good seeing the young kids uh in there scrapping and playing and, and getting serious about it. You know,
0: gotta have it. Gotta um, have the new generation. But yeah, I
1: was I was proud. I was proud of them to standing in and, and trying it out, you know, seeing what they can do. And, um, uh, what, I was hoping they would come home and practice a little bit after that, but that hasn't happened. So
0: how old are your kids?
1: Uh, 13 and 14.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's the right age, right? Start, start yeah. young. Um, I mean, look at, uh, Sammy DeJean. what was he eight when he first started competing?
2: Uh, yeah. ballpark. Yeah. I think yeah. it was okay. right there. Like eight, yeah. eight or nine. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah the second generation, I mean, you've got a table, you teach them how to play. They, they get addicted. Yay.
2: If not, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You got to take brought- the phones away. Take their phones away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I
3: don't
0: want to talk about those. No, it's uh that I personally feel, and I don't want to get into it, but Personally, I think that that uh, the cell phone, the internet, this kind of stuff, especially for that age group, it's it's stunning their growth. That because they don't yeah. ha- know how to have, you know, they don't have to, they don't use their imagination at all. You mm. know, this sounds like codger talk, but when I was a kid, dude, you know, we get on my, get my bike at ten o'clock in the morning, I'd disappear for mm. for hours. My parents had no mm-hmm. idea where I went. Got mm-hmm. back by 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 lunch, by dinner typically. And they were like, Oh, you have a nice day? Yeah, yeah, we had a blast. Great. Oh, no. making our own our own adventures. Of course we're in a small town. It wasn't you know, it wasn't dangerous, but mm. now it's like the kids kid can't take their face away from the phone long enough to just say hi, much less mm. interact. I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's uh, my my codger observation for the night.
1: No, it's true. Oh, it's definitely true. It's it's yeah. definitely an issue. Mm. Uh, I, I stay monitored to them all the time.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: If they hit if they go over a certain amount of time for a week, it's gone. We, we, we fix that right away. So, okay. But that, okay. That's a whole. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. dude, you take the phone away and you make them play foosball. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's,
0: that's, that's, you know, it's, I know it's that's Stan, Stan, yeah. Stan Pulaski with his kids. He's like, Hey, yeah. if you want to use any electronic device in the house, you have to shoot 70 shots.
2: Go do runs. That's right. Yeah,
0: that's it. 70 shots, or you don't get to use your your uh, your iPad.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cool. I want to use my iPad. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll shoot. I'll shoot 150 shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got an iPad. I got an iPad. Star over here. It's like buried, but I got an iPad. Uh, whatever. Look, the table, I don't touch the table. That's why the table's right here in my office, because mm-hmm. I, can, I can send the email or my printer's over there, and while I'm waiting for something, I just shoot balls. Like, I just, I touch my table every day. I can't nod. I have a problem. Yep. I don't, you know, it's just, it's different. You know, again, that's, like, that's I, I know, I know, I know there's like a little bit of a generational gap here, but like when I was, I grew up in the 80s, man. Like, it was the same thing. I'd wake up in the summer, I'd wake up and leave. And then (laughs) come back when it got dark. And I'm going to tell you something, Tom, look, and you can Google this. I don't know if you remember, but in the eighties in New Bedford, right. There was a serial killer in my neighborhood. Oh, really? Yeah. Just Google the Bedford serial killer. Okay. This was going on in the neighborhood I grew up in. Right. Damn. And I, and I tell people about this story and, and, and it's, it's, it's a real story and it's sad. And, uh, and I know that they've, um, like I think somebody wrote a book about it and they tried to make a movie about it because nobody was ever brought the justice for it. But th- this, there was somebody who was... Because the neighborhood I grew up in was a rough spot.
3: Hmm. But
2: there was somebody picking up prostitutes in my neighborhood and then raping them and strangling them. There were 13 total. Two never found, so 11 found. And, no doubt. And, yeah, New Bedford, sir, you can Google it. But people would ask me, like, weren't you scared? And I was like, I wasn't picking up kids. Right, so, right. I just... I was a kid and we were just living our best life. And mm-hmm. and the 80s, the 80s were a fascinating time. Fascinating. So have you ever seen, uh, what's that movie uh, with that lady? You know which one I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> the movie with <laughs> the lady, that, that one. one. So you already knew. it was the, Oh, God, I can't see. This always happens. But it was, it was based on a true story and it was based out of New Bedford. It was The Accused. Have you ever seen The Accused? Oh, The Accused. Oh, the
0: accused. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: You yeah. know that? That was a true story. That happened at a bar in a cushion at Avenue. No kidding. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. My grandfather yeah. used to take me in there when I was a kid.
0: Man. I, did yeah. you. Did you? a lot get, of history
2: in New Florida.
0: You play yeah. an extra? I mean, did you, did you show up on the set? What, I mean, what happened?
2: No, no. I would just <laughs> sit on the bar and eat hot dogs or my grandfather <laughs> would have a couple of beers. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I wasn't actually in the film. Oh, so, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, a lot of history in Bedford Falls, it's a crazy, crazy place. Um, but uh, also foosball—really rich foosball history. If anybody, I'm telling you, if we could get something going up there, like I know John's trying to build it, and he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we could ever get a good state going up there, if New York could get going again, uh, you know, if we could just kind of if we could bring it back to the point where people from other parts of the country were traveling to the Northeast to play foosball,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it it would be great because New England, especially in the spring, and you guys can attest to this in the spring and summer, there's, it's such a beautiful place to go visit. You know, there's so much to see, so much to do. The food's amazing. The history's wonderful. You know, go see a Sox game, Yeah, uh, ride, yeah. ride down to Newport, uh, you know, it's just, there are so many things to do and, um, I just, I, 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 there's nothing I want more than to see food thrive in the Northeast. I mean, Boston's I really, a great,
0: great tourist area, tourist destination, as- you know, especially in the summertime. And it, yeah, it's yeah. funny because, uh, in summertime, the, the tournaments you <clears throat> don't have that many out there, not yeah. as much competition, let's say in the beginning of June or, or even July. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, you don't have worlds until the end of the summer. So yep. you could certainly fit something in there, no doubt. Yeah,
2: I agree, and, and you know, and that's the thing because of the the weather, right? Like mm-hmm. the winter, um, you know, people are working and they're in the house, and in the spring, the weather starts to shift, and then in the summer, everybody just wants to be outside, so nobody wants to be inside playing foosball. It's like okay, I mean, uh, you know, can we bring get some it. tables outside? Can we? Yeah, but I'm saying, can we bring some tables outside? Yeah, you can. Outside? Yeah, I mean, you know, Why there's so you? many different avenues we can approach to maybe, uh, you know, help and just like infuse some life into it. Uh, you know, because they're like, especially in our area, New Bedford, Fall River, like I know in a cushionet where, where Matt was from originally, they used to have like, a, what was it like the Miss Apple Peach Festival? Yep. That was a festival there. And then they have the Portuguese Feast in New Bedford and Fall River. They have. Um, i forgot what the name of it is but they have all of it america.
1: celebrates america.
3: Oh, celebrate cool. america
2: like these are all things where like there, there could be tables there people could just be playing outside yeah. you know it's just a matter of knowing somebody and, and being able to work it into the situation so you know
0: here's an idea we'll get emerald lagasi to come home and uh, and hang out yeah, um, yeah. right emerald lagasi i mean he's he's a big draw
2: <laughs> Forever, he's a River sort of guy. Yeah, Bam!
0: Exactly there you go. Bam! Yeah, yeah, yeah. have
2: him, have but, him play
0: uh, some foosball? Yeah, Matt would smoke him. <laughs> yeah, bad. yeah. yeah. He but it would be fun.
2: Oh, no, wow. it would be fun. Foosball's always fun. That's right. That's right. So, so what's uh, what's what's Matt? What are you hitting next year? What's the plan?
1: Uh, Tko, Florida. I'd like to get to Texas and hopefully Georgia.
2: Okay, so TKO is beginning of February, right? Yep. And then Georgia is supposed to be, they're trying to get it at the end of February. Um, Texas State is usually uh, end of May. What is that, Memorial Day weekend? Is that Memorial or Labor Day? I always get this confused. Which one's in May? In May. End of May. Mm. Is that Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, it's Memorial Day. Right. Yeah, you can't wear white after Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't okay. I know that. Uh, but anyway, Memorial Day, Texas State, Texas and then, State, yep. yeah, and then Florida is supposed to be in September.
0: September twenty right. seventh, I think it is, something like yeah. that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so see, that's tough because Worlds Worlds is like a couple weeks before that.
0: Right. I guess it's the only time they could find. I I think they lost the venue or something like that happened. Oh, um, so. I see. Yeah, something, something to to that effect. This it's still going to take place, no question. But yeah, they've just had to make some adjustments, and I think that'll be that'll be fine. Um, Mike Green, by the way, just want to give a shout out. Uh, He's now now running a lot of uh, local tournaments. He's got uh, a new location. Got got four tables, and things are starting to kick uh, kick butt in the Tampa area again. So that's all. Well. um,
2: I think that's already kicking butt pretty good, but you know, yeah. I think they can only they can only get better now.
0: Oh so. yeah, oh well, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, it's uh and, and kudos to Mike for uh, for being a co-host for so long. I know he's he's got he has a life, unlike myself. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so Matt, what uh what what's your what's your most immediate goal now? I know you want to turn obviously you want to get out of amateurs and get into experts, but what? Um, what do you, what do you feel like you need to do before you you feel satisfied about uh, your game? What what do you have to do? What do you want to accomplish?
1: Uh, I don't want to set a limit on anything. I'd like to. Okay. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to take all there is out there. Um, just keep practicing and, and get, get as good as I can and compete with the best. Um, if I can play well and be be uh, competitive enough to. Where there's a possibility of landing in the top five, which mm, is great, right? Um, I mean, I mean to win it all every time is a little, uh, little, little over overboard of expectations. But I just want to be competitive. You know, I'd I'd like to be able to go out there and, and compete with the best that are out there, and 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 not not and and just be competitive you know mm-hmm. just just get out there and and hopefully work on my game to the point where um some days you win some days you don't you know so right right, um, right if 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 I can get to that point I'll I'll be satisfied and I feel like in a lot of areas I'm getting to the finish line I just got to try to figure out how to get past that finish line mm-hmm. I got to be able to close certain things out um make the adjustments to to stay and stay competitive, you know, and it's so much of a mind game, so much of oh, a, uh, mental, chess match. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it is. And, and that's, that's what, that's what we talk about. And, you know, every tournament, every game I play in a tournament, I try to talk about what happened during that game and what, what I can take from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Randy, what would so. you say? What would you say to Matt? Uh, what is he, what does he need to uh, work on next? to get to the next level. What, what is What's the number one thing he needs to really focus on?
2: Um, well, we've talked about, um, just being consistent, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I think what he needs to focus on is, um, when he, when he goes out to play, he needs to start playing. Um, he needs to play open pro events consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, because, the only way you're gonna improve to those levels is by playing at that level right and um i i think um matt's been real good about like you know we talk after after an event and he's been very receptive and and um and he's objective as far as um am i using that correctly he's, he's yeah he's he's the way he's assessing his own game because there are people mm-hmm. that I've talked to and, they, and I and I'll they'll ask me and I'll tell them they will go well I don't agree well then don't ask me <laughs> but when I give Matt uh you know a, if I give him criticism he he accepts it and he understands and then he works on it to improve it so I think for Matt to just for Matt to improve he just needs to keep going out and playing right and mm-hmm. um and then um for me personally um, and I, again, this is something we've talked about. You learn from your losses. I learn from my losses. I mean, winning is great. Everybody wants to win, but I learn more when I lose than I ever do from a win. So, oh, sure. um, you know, you know Matt, Matt's, Matt's getting close, and he's, um, you know, when he's unable to close or finish, like he said, you know, we talk, and it's like, well, why? And and he's able to, to understand why like okay i did this or i didn't do this and i think being able to recognize that situationally is something that's going to help him improve quicker right because when you look at like you know master level players adjust from ball to ball, yeah uh, you know where other people you know lower rank players maybe don't adjust at all or maybe they figure it out on the way home or You know, some people never figure it out, right? But it's like when you get to the point where you're adjusting ball to ball or you're adjusting every, you know, it takes you two to three balls. Or, you know, again, there are pro players that adjust three to four balls. Like they see the change and they make the adjustment. So I I think um, Matt, um, psychologically, his approach, uh, being able to see changes and make adjustments and then just going out and playing and and continuing to work hard, I think he's just going to continue to improve. That's that's what I think. It's having what the, do I know? the drive. What do I know? Do I know? Having the yeah, drive. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and he does. You know, I mean, like I said, it, you know, he his foosball table is his furniture. You know, he yeah. that, that's it. Maybe all foosball. It's all about it. So you know, he's definitely he's touching his table. He's putting the time in. Um, you know, and, and I mean, there's really what more can you do? Right? right. You go out, you play, you tour, you hit it, you do your best, you see what worked, and you come home and you adjust. And that's it. That's it. That's Make the changes.
0: Do. Yeah. Make the that's changes. It. That's it. Well I have to say it's it's uh Matt, it's a it's a great pleasure getting a chance to watch you play and also play against you. And uh, Yeah,
2: you
1: too.
0: And every time you guys come down, it seem to bring more people, which is great. But we're always looking forward to it because we know it's gonna be fun. Um, you guys yeah. have the, absolutely the best uh the best uh shall we say uh spirit when it comes to bringing bringing it to the table and it's uh just makes it the it makes the event um and i'm, I'm just hoping next time that uh, you bring bring rick back again Richie. hopefully if he's healed oh man that was a lot Sorry. of blood there's a lot of blood yeah that's, that's what i heard. heard that's what i heard
2: that's what yeah, it's tough.
1: It's tough. <laughs> know, I mean, I mean, it, it stinks when something like that happens after you plan a plan a weekend to do something like that. But Richie's, Richie, Richie's, Richie's a a player. He'll be back.
0: Oh yeah. Be back. He, yeah,
1: He's not gonna quit the game. So
0: good to know. Well, we we're, we're always looking forward to hearing it. Denba. Every time you That's get up right. To, <laughs> every time you get up to the table. <laughs> every time. Denver, what is that,
2: baby? <laughs> yeah. That's right, Denver. <laughs>
0: And uh, yeah. of course, shout out to John Garcia again, uh, and congratulations on your and your uh, playing yesterday. John did a great job as well, and and everybody well, else who came down. John. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I have to say congratulations to Sammy because Sammy uh, he did it in singles. He, he won in singles and in doubles, yeah. but yeah, Sam's a beast. Nobody's surprised, right? Sam's um, a beast. We want to thank everybody for tuning into Twitch TV tonight, and of course uh, chiming in. Uh, uh, Louis, uh, T-42, uh, came out with the name of the movie I think you're trying to think of, Pretty Woman. Is that what no, it was? No, it, it wasn't Pretty thanks, Woman. Louie, no. Okay.
2: No, it was the accused. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Louis. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. But you're going to yeah, think yeah, of yeah. it tomorrow okay.
0: in the shower. You're going to be like, oh, that was the movie I'm trying to think of. But No, uh, it's The
2: Accused. It's The Accused. The Accused. Okay.
0: Okay. You did think of it um yeah, so it's a
2: good watch it's a, it's a family it's a family friendly fr, family friendly movie
0: there you go so it's randy not, bef- it's, before it's, we it's cut not. him loose what uh what else what other abuse would you have for uh for matt tonight
2: oh no matt's, matt's a good guy. <laughs> i love matt he's my buddy for a long time um i'll uh I'll abuse him more personally on the phone. I got nothing for him tonight. I'm not, no, I listen, I know Matt's got to get up and, let me see, Matt's got to get up in like three hours and I'll go to work. So Right. Uh, yeah, hey, Matt, man, it was a good time. I, I love you, bud. Uh, it was great talking. Good seeing you, and uh, hopefully I'll, well, I'll see you in a couple weeks when I come up for Christmas. So
1: Absolutely. I'm honored. I'm honored to be asked. As a guest, uh, oh,
3: I, I, absolutely.
1: Whatever I'm inside so, or or anything I can do is, I, I I'm happy to help. So,
3: I'm awesome. Build us a table, Matt.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah build us a table. Build, we, a, build we'll, us a Liam hat, and we'll yeah. all sign it, and then we'll then we'll give it away on the air or something like that. You know. Oh, don't
2: give it, a <laughs> <laughs> it give it away. No
3: to
0: give it away. Well, anyway, uh, but no, it's 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 great to have you on, and uh, the door is always open, man. You know, anytime, something you want to talk about, especially when it comes to what you're seeing, uh, we're we're open for it, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
0: Cool. Well, guys, uh, let's do this again soon. This has been episode number 184 of Foos Talk Live, and thanks for joining us on Twitch TV tonight. We'll catch you next week with episode number 185, uh, and uh, we'll have more details coming up on that soon, too. Uh, Stick around now. We've got Foos Talk Live and the Tournament Beat. Foosball tournaments are everywhere. Foos Talk Live proudly presents a weekly update of events near you with the Foos Talk Live Tournament Beat. Here's what's up. We begin the competition year of 2024 with the Southern Women's Foosball Championship, January 12th through the 14th at Euphoria Billiards and Cafe, Winter Park, Florida. It's the 2024 Tour kickoff with the $20,000 Kentucky State Championships. February 1st through the 4th at the Clarion Hotel in Lexington, Kentucky. Don't miss the 2024 South Dakota State Foosball Championships. February 23rd through the 25th at Royal River Casino and Hotel, Flandreau, South Dakota. The 508 Foosball Club presents the first annual Wicked Winter Foosball Tournament. February 24th at Don Carlos in Fall River, Massachusetts plan your vacation with the 2024 costa rica summer beach tournament march 7th through the 10th amapola casino and beach hotel in jaco costa rica the 2024 wisconsin state championship is set for march 21st through the 24th more details coming soon each week we do our best to give you the most up-to-date listing of foosball tournaments near you if you have an event you'd like to add Send us all the details at info at foosballradio.com. Tune in every week for the Foos Talk Live tournament beat. Foos Talk Live is a product of Foosball Radio. With gratitude, we recognize our Foosball Radio Patreons. Our Foos Talk Live sponsor, original leonhart usacom and thanks to InsideFoos.com for use of their audio during the show. Tune in again next week for another episode of Foos Talk Live. In the meantime,
3: we'll see you at